0: You're listening to You Don't Know Nick the podcast, a podcast that explores the generational differences from zoomers to boomers as it relates to what's going on today. Enjoy. Hi. Hi. Happy February, middle of February. Oh my God, it makes my heart hurt. So here's, I wonder if you had the same experience that I did, that January actually lasted very long and February almost doesn't even exist because it's like nearly halfway over already. It's definitely how my life feels right now. Uh, Right? January
1: was way too long and without getting into details... For me, it was punishing. <laughs> it was punishing. To the point where, like, I don't... I just don't... I don't really have the strength for a lot of things. So the fact that February is almost over is just another... It's just another God, slap in the face.
0: God doesn't give us what we can't handle. You know, Nick?
1: No. no he really
2: <laughs> pushes it to the break.
0: Really does. Uh, yeah, I... I uh y- I am not one of those people that likes to vilify Monday or vilify a whole year or like, this is my year. I'm gonna make it because I like I'd really try to be present as much as possible. but it's already it's already what is it? it's a it's, it's one tenth over or something. This oh year. my God. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> and I'm one tenth buried in it, in it already.
0: So everyone's really nervous about what this podcast is going to be when you're on mater- uh, paternity leave. Very, That's, very concerned. I, I want you guys
1: to know it's probably going to be better, okay? Because Jess is all the talent on this.
0: That can't be true.
1: And I often feel as though I'm holding this podcast back.
0: Not at all. Well. This, this podcast doesn't exist if not for you. So, like, okay, wait. It's it's clear that you need some, you know, reassurance. I need it. I need it. And, and so, Nicholas, this is. This is Guess half is. as good a podcast as it is because you're involved. Our chemistry is wonderful.
1: It's off the charts, they say. Have you seen the chemo meter? Have you seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's not a thing. But if it was a thing. We
0: need this to be a thing.
1: It would be in the super red hot orange flame <sighs> category, you know, where it's like red and orange and a little bit of blue. Cause
0: it's it's Cause like flame, It's really hot because it's, really it's like really gas, hot. gas flame. Yeah, it's hot. Perm- Permalit. Ooh, yeah. I love this. So speaking of flame, <laughs> what what is your what are your what's your thoughts or what are your thoughts on twin flame slash soulmate stuff? We asked. I asked you about Twi- your soulmate once before, and you said that Clem was.
1: Yeah. yeah. I which
0: think so. I I actually totally get that because my dad would say that him and I were soulmates. Mm.
1: Yeah, which could okay. be
0: like also manipulative in some ways considering the, that yeah, it's you a, know, I don't know
1: I yeah, I don't know that I'm going to say to Clem you're my soulmate. I think But
0: she will know. Like there's like a familiarity and I think I've shared with you my theory on some soulmate-ish things. There's mm-hmm. like one really practical way of grounding it and then there's another like spiritual way of grounding it, or, you know, letting it be up in the woo-woo clouds. But have you ever heard of the term twin flame before?
1: No. I Actually, I haven't.
0: Okay. So some people think that twin flame is your soulmate, and then other people don't think this. But either way, twin flames are like people that like really get under your skin, like show up in your life and screw things up real bad and like super passionate super hot or whatever like they just they just like flip you basically they are poking sticks into your traumatic wounds as a child or whatever like the whatever journey you're here on the planet to learn that twin flame brings it out of you and vice mm. versa okay and either you can you know grow together through that or spin out each other and then grow because of that experience and and at times the twin flame you can like come back and forth into it uh there's just different ways it's not to say it's a healthy relationship it is it is a relationship though that you're destined it's destined to help you on your growth pattern which Mm -hmm. is a really could be a really unhealthy way of romanticizing toxic behavior in a relationship but there's Mm -hmm. an important distinction between the two
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so you don't want to like vindicate somebody who's like treating you like shit if it brings out like triggers in you or trauma responses that's good but leave that person in the dust if you can right it's just a little bit different
1: uh is it possible for someone to be both your soulmate and your twin flame
0: well again this is where the uh, people's theories diverge some people believe your twin flame is your soulmate some people believe that that's not the case so, like, mm. people are like, twin flames make your blood boil and your heart rate races. And then when you meet your soulmate, you feel calm. Mm. And like, this was always we supposed to be. And then. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think you're so, with your your daughter's your twin flame. Yeah, I was wrong. She's my twin flame. <laughs> That's really cute. Are you prepared for your future? Uh, biological son to favor his mother more than you
1: oh so prepared that's that's what i wish oh that's what i wish for
0: how does how does your wife get along with um your daughter
1: very well but it's been an, an evolving relationship mm-hmm. um you know two things one because of the nature of our jobs when she works she's gone out of the house for long time long you know long right, hours right. every day um, so I spent most of the time at home with Clam. So I've been there the whole way. So we have a strong bond from early on. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: but then also I found out the other day as we, um, we, uh, hired a doula for this round, a new doula. Um, and You're she- doing home
0: birth or is it just someone no, to guide no, you? No, no, it's not, yeah. a mid,
1: that'd be more like a midwife. Ah, uh, yes, yes. No, this is a doula. Uh, at our age, home births are unadvisable. Jess. I would say,
0: I would yeah, say that. Unadvised. Well, no, I wouldn't say I wasn't suggesting that I was just merely asking a question because I didn't understand the term was different between the two things.
1: Doula is Doula is there to help prepare you for the birth and be there as your advocate on the day.
0: Oh, and like then... like don't cut my cervix open or like don't cut my my taint. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> if you don't
1: have to. Yes,
0: I mean Um, you shouldn't have to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't know all the reasons why you would. Because the Um, doctors
0: want to get out of there. They ruin women's pelvic floors. Oh, I see. This This is this
1: is a. I didn't know about this. This This is a thing.
0: thing. Well, like women, as they're being like sedated. Well, you know, there's no. They don't do twilight births anymore. But like being, you know, given the spinal tap or whatever, they literally have to like uh, yell at the doctor, "Do not cut me! Do not." Because mm. it's a practice that is so outdated, but still happens often. And it's mostly so that uh, they can speed up the birth. Mm. Yikes.
1: Yeah, yikes indeed. Yeah, no, uh-huh. this, this would help circumvent that. Because in this scenario, they really help you prep your birth plan. And then they go and they help you, you know, achieve your birth plan if, if possible. Wow. Um, and they, you know, they help communicate. and um, Yeah, they can, you know, and they can be really great. And they can be really blah. Um, Our first one was, she was fine, but it wasn't really what we were hoping for. This one is a real, she's, we've had friends who've used her. uh, They're like, you got to use her. Oh, that's so wonderful. She's exactly what we need, which is just like.
0: The calm in the storm.
1: (laughs) The calm in the storm, but also not, but with, with very confident attitude of like, this is how it's gonna be. Follow my, follow me, and here we go. You know, a little wow. bit, uh, which is kind of what what we need. I think It's just like I don't don't ask us.
0: Just someone who us. can make the shot, who call the shots.
1: In a sense, I mean, obviously, we're gonna talk, we're gonna set the plan, we're gonna have it. You know, and as she says, she's like, my boss. You know who my boss is? It's that baby. the baby.
0: That baby's my <laughs> <boss>. That's <laughs> so badass. I love that.
1: So anyways, all this is to say that one of the things that she said that made us go, oh, is that little girls, and this works the opposite for little boys, little girls uh, want to win the affection of their fathers. So they emulate their mothers to get their father's affection and, and vice versa. And that little boys will do the same thing to win the mother's Jeez, affection. Whoa. And she, this woman has had, has raised 12 kids. Well, kids. Her yeah. own? Yes. Well, I don't think, I think some of them she adopted, but yes, the majority wow. she birthed. Um, and she's also been a doula for like 30 years and was like a, a nurse before eight years before that. So she knows, I, it seemingly knows what she's talking about. Um, but it made, for me, it was like, Oh, you know, I've, I've actually felt that way. Like, I was like, is this weird? I really feel like, My daughter's trying to edge out my wife to get closer to me at times. Um, (laughs) So I thought, what is going? Is it just because we bonded so much early on? But it's really nice to hear from somebody that no, 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 that's normal. That's just part of it, Um, and to be mindful of it. So she said that, as
0: opposed to letting the mother compete also with the daughter. I would say my mm -hmm. mom felt threatened by me. Certainly. Or my attention that was being given to me. Even Anyway, I was going to say, it's, uh, I was jealous of my sister when she came along. I mm. hated my sister. Mm-hmm. And it's 100% subconsciously, she's now got the attention of my dad, 100%. And mm-hmm. I loved my brother because it was an opportunity to win another male's affection, I'm sure. I never thought of it that way, but I'm sure it was that. Mm. And I hated Patty Verde. <laughs> 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 I hated her, and yeah. and she, you know, we were all operating on subconscious wavelengths, very unaware emotions, you know. So it's good yeah. that you guys are aware of it and mindful.
1: Well, you know, I think. Well, now, well, now that the doula said something, it's just so much easier. I think before there was. A little bit of just like unspoken tension. I'm actually very like surprised—not surprised because surprised, I know she's had resolve, but like very proud of like Sandra's ability to like not be affected by it. Because I would be pissed. <laughs> because totally. Because Clem can do some shit where it's like, "You can go now. To, to <laughs> you can leave me and Daddy alone. You oh, can go now." Oh
0: my god! And is your wife like that though? Is she ever like flippant or like like short like that?
1: Oh, not in that way but you know she can be but generally I, I she's very like very loving and very like considerate and and uh and yeah so, i'm
0: not suggesting well i just kind of no see, i just mean
1: i just mean yeah. like her like like towards Clem like she probably could be a little bit more hard i you see know what I mean?
0: well is she not like so i guess what i'm trying to get to is is your wife Like, come on, Nick. Figure it out. Like, does she, like, put you in in line? No. Okay. No.
1: I mean, mean, there may be things where we do that to each other on, but that's not, like, something we would do. It's not the
0: dynamic, necessarily. No. no. it's Uh,
1: It's not malicious, or it's not...
0: Oh, no, not malicious, but, like, you know, I don't think you were a playboy, but, like, in some ways, I've heard it posited to me that, like... Guys will straighten up when they find the girl that won't take their shit, you Mm. know. And so I didn't know if, like, Sandra was like a I'm not taking your shit kind of guy. But also, again, you weren't like gigantor playboy, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, she has a little bit of I'm not taking your shit, but it's not about that type of stuff.
0: It's more her self-respect that she's
1: got. It's also, and we've talked about this before, The shit that I'm talking about is actually her saving me from myself. So it's just right. depends on how you look at it.
0: Right. Right. Well <laughs> I'm exactly. Aware that,
1: I'm aware that my shit would leave me face down in
0: a ditch. No, you're um. th- <sighs> Gosh. Probably not as bad as you think, but totally. I'm yeah, she only made you better, which is really awesome. Um I I don't know if you've seen people talk about the craziness of pandemic babies.
1: Oh, no. What do you mean crazy? In what way? Like they like? there's been a lot of births because well, of the pandemic? or
0: Not even that. Because I don't know that the birth rate went up that much, but I, I might be wrong about that. But that they the kids are super accelerated. So I think this is – here's my theory about this. So I just showed you a video of our mutual friend who I talk about often on this podcast who has a baby who basically looks like she's saying hi at six months, essentially. Like, hey. You know, she raises her hand and goes, hey, or whatever. And she's she was – you know, holding her neck up at two weeks. She's sitting, she's basically been trying to walk since thir- the third month. And don't get me wrong, like kids, we've known kids mutually as well, that like when they were accelerated and walking sooner then had harder time with like diction or whatever. Like every kid has their own growth pattern, right? But there's been this theory that pandemic babies are just a different breed of like insane, like accelerated, um, strong, smart, talkers like they they're out the gate there's like a kid there's a video of a kid who's like head is just looking and he's freshly born and he's his mm. head is he's holding it up and so the the like hashtag is like pandemic babies are different they'd be hitting different or something like that
1: so why though is there a why is here's anybody- my theory the- this is your theory great
0: this is my theory Similarly to how you had the good fortune of being able to stay with your child and give her devoted attention, I wonder if the intelligence and the ability of the child is heightened because the parents had the good fortune of being present with that baby, whether they wanted to be or not.
1: I'm sure there's, there's no doubt that that helps the child. I mean, the American... Um... What's the word I'm looking for? Birth system, the uh, maternity leave and paternity leave, right, you know, the, right, right. You know, is pretty ridiculous. Oh, you get two weeks off, you know, whatever, you know. Oh, here, have a month. You know, some places, some countries are, are like you have a year off, two years, you know. Um, so, I yeah, I, I could I could see that theory proving out. Now, mind you, mind you, extent. Clementine was. Pre-pandemic, so that's all just natural intelligence. You know what I mean.
0: You, but you were with her.
1: True. True. Yeah.
0: For the majority of the time. Yes. Yeah, because he got, she got a lot her. of
1: this intelligence, what you're saying.
0: A hundred percent, hair intelligence. <laughs> For the audience that can't see him, he's he's looking at his hair while he's saying this. He's got a lot, a lot of this intelligence. I, well, because, you know, there's there's like po- uh, posters out there like, talking to your child in the first year will make a difference in their smarts, you know. it's because But then, like, it always makes me sad when I see those posters. I'm like, who's not talking to their child? <laughs> who's not reading to their child? But, like, you're not right people. that our... Well, they are, but we're just not, they're just not available. They're just not around, you know, in the same capacity.
1: Well, generally speaking, if both parents are working, uh, by the time they come home and they're tired, maybe they have some dinner and put the kid down, not a lot of time for bonding unless you seek it out. But now right, in that right, case, right. the kid is probably has a nanny they're engaging with
0: which they're engaging with that too but then there's an object permanence issue all in that so you're just poking holes in my theory which is fine nick i am not
1: holes in your theory it makes sense i get it yeah no it makes sense
0: <sighs> let's see let's see why are pan... why are pandemic babies is what i'm gonna say <laughs> why are <laughs> and then
1: see what it fills in just so start uh-huh. with why are pandemic babies and Ooh, the first so big oh why are they so big? Well, that's because everybody's just chowing down at home.
0: That has to be that smarter, strong, so advanced, built different. That's basically that's the hashtag, if I remember. Pandemic babies built different, uh, bigger, so strong, stronger, so different. Um, let's look at built different. So um, I'll be
1: able to test this theory. We're about to, you know, we're about to have one. I mean, is it still considered a pandemic baby at, at the at the back end of this thing? Yeah.
0: Well. Thinking about all the lockdowns and the differences and the masks and you guys have to be home most of the time. I think we are not living in a post pandemic era. Mm-hmm. To to be fair, okay. um speaking of which I was like scrolling on okay, Cupid, and uh, this one guy kind of kind of I don't know caught my attention, and then he goes, "Covid's over, let's have some fun." And I'm like, "Nope, you're nope." <laughs> <laughs> I, you know don't get me wrong, I'm 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 so over it, but it's not over. Um, TikTok claims pandemic babies are built different. This is from the current WMcurrent.com. And this is an opinion.
1: Clearly. Yes. WM current, whatever that means.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We make uh, it up current. <laughs> approximately 116 million babies were born during the pandemic. Mm. Some were born with unnatural abilities, like doing gymnastics at one month old, being born with loss of hair, that's right, and walking at an early age. Why is this happening? No one knows. It could be COVID. It could be the vaccine. It could be people with too much time on their hands. But the important question to ask yourself is, your baby built different? Um, It was made up, the, the built different babies was made up by a community of TikTok after various videos of pandemic babies were posted. Uh, I don't know. This is not what I wanted it to be at all. But, but I'm just saying, this is what people claim that their babies are different.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm very excited to find out. See, uh, watch, watch my uh, my baby boy. You know, throw a football at one month old. You know, it's super.
0: Hey, listen, if you keep on throwing balls at him from a young age, he's gonna have to learn how to catch them eventually. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'll tell you you want to know a catching genius that's clementine she learned at a very young age how to catch did older. she i have a nice video of her how old was she she couldn't have been like, somewhere between one and a half and two years where she runs across the room i toss the ball she catches it mid-run
0: shut up it. how old is she did you Somewhere say that?
1: Bet- I can't remember. Somewhere between like a year and a half and two
0: years. Wow, that's imp- that actually is a hundred percent impressive. The youngest kid in our family was like that. Like he was born with a ball in his hand. Like I remember, he was being re- wheeled out for us to like look at him, and he had like a ball and like a teddy bear or something. And he was he was good by like age one. My dad would have it no other way. That's impressive. I'm impressed with that. Well, Nick, we have a great episode. I have. At least two things I want to talk to you about. We promised our audience that we would eventually talk about NFTs, but we're not going to do that this week, but I did but but one of our friends of the podcast and listeners Sol Katu, gave me a video that we have to watch. So, we'll do that, we will before you go on paternity leave, we'll talk about NFTs. We will actually follow through with the promise to our <laughs> with our, all our, our vast
1: knowledge of NFTs. It's well, it's just
0: all of people want to know is how we feel about things. That's it.
1: Great. I'm ready for that. Whether
0: it's accurate or not. All right. Well, I see you on the other side of the commercial.
1: We'll see. (laughs) No guarantees. (laughs) Uh, Probably.
2: Are you a geek? Do you like naming things? My name is Scott Rubin and I wrote the ultimate guide for geeks to name anything, whether you're naming kids, your pets, your car, your Wi-Fi network, or your role-playing game characters. Naming your little geek has almost 1100 name entries and I tell you where the name came from, if it's a real name or if it's a fictional name, all of the characters who have had that name and I reference over 4,400 characters from science fiction, fantasy, comic books, movies, TV shows, cartoons, you name it, all in there. And it ranges from normal sounding names like Scott or Jessica to really off the wall bizarre ones from all of our favorite fantasy and sci fi properties. You can pick up a copy of Naming Your Little Geek at bubblesandthingssoaps.com and check out all the other cool items there. Some really neat soaps. Naming Your Little Geek is also sold everywhere books are sold online, and you can even find it in some physical bookstores if you're a person who shops in physical stores these days.
0: The the stupid one first. Great. The stupid. This one's stupid, Nick. Let's see. So this is this is so dumb. As you know, I don't ever prepare anything. Uh, this is a quiz that was posted. What is today? The tenth or the ninth?
1: Oh God, the tenth. Oh my God, it's the tenth already. I, we already tried. We already talked about this. We can't. I know, but I can't. I can't. It really does make. Make me anxious. It's
0: it's pretty tough. So this was a BuzzFeed article, which we all have mixed feelings about BuzzFeed, granted. But this article or quiz is Gen Zers have completely different meanings for these emojis than millennials. Oh! I know. Let's see if you know what they mean.
1: Oh, thank you, BuzzFeed, for dumb things that are actually somewhat entertaining
0: somewhat entertaining this is I actually kind of do want to know what's going on here so yeah just, I'm
1: curious yeah totally
0: we all are because and here's what's even more interesting I might have we what we'll do is I'll describe what the emoji is I will tell you how I use it you will tell me how you use it probably before I tell you how I use it and then yes. we'll see because, the options <laughs> yeah because you we'll I don't see want how you many stealing. of them I actually use I yeah. don't want to see I don't want you stealing my answers uh, and then we'll see how Gen Z uses it, according to a millennial who wrote this article. Oh, <laughs> BuzzFeed yeah. couldn't be more millennial. Uh, so this is Sarah Aspler, who's BuzzFeed staff Canada. Let's see what happens. Uh, Scarlett Alexandria is a 30-year-old woman who goes to Savannah College of Art and Design and lives in a dorm with general Zers. She recently made a two-part two-part TikTok series, explaining what Gen Zers really mean when they use certain emojis. And I can now confirm that I feel absolutely ancient. And we've talked about this before. Millennials only dislike Gen Zers because it just makes us realize that we're not relevant anymore and we're old. That's the only thing.
1: Yep. I mean, because at 30, you are irrelevant. I mean, you might as well just hang it up. I, you know I, mean? I am
0: on a hanger right now. I'm yeah,
1: <laughs> you've been hung up.
0: Dry, dried out <laughs> and in, am a doormat for the next gen. Um, so let's find out if you actually know the Gen Z meeting behind these commonly used emojis. Are you ready? Let's begin. So the okay. first one is the thumbs up emoji. Nick, how do you use the thumbs up emoji or do you?
1: The thumbs up emoji.
0: How do you use it or do you you know i don't
1: really i mean i have once or twice okay but this isn't a, this isn't a go-to for me but there are people who i communicate with who like this is their go-to like got it now they and they are millennials like right in the pocket i'm
0: sure you know. i've given you a thumbs up
1: Pro- probably i mean probably it's not, when it's not uncommon and i'm sure i've Probably giving you a thumbs up. Well, and um, you can
0: now thumbs up replies. You know what I mean? Not the emoji, but you can thumbs up t- texts to you, which is which are like, "Hey, got it." You know.
1: But that's you talking about hitting it's the different. like button, or like or, a reply,
0: like your, your, your well, reaction to a, 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 a.
1: So you mean thing. instead of instead of hitting like you'll actually hit reply
0: and send the thumb up emoji you i can depends on like if if we're like doing a transactional i need to know this piece of information Mm -hmm. and it's business oriented or of a timely manner or i did something wrong i'm gonna send you a thumbs up emoji (laughs) (laughs) if i if i if effusiveness is not called for in this moment i'm gonna send a, a thumbs up emoji
1: Got it. Now I'm usually gonna send this one when somebody, you know, upsets me, and I'm like, "Sit and spin." You know what I mean? For real? No, I just thought I'd it.
0: We need you to be honest with us, Nick.
1: But isn't this isn't this what would be like a classic? You know, sit and spin.
0: Totally, know? like you know, uh, up your nose with a rubber hose. Sit and spin. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like. <laughs> I kinda love I kinda love that and I think I'm gonna start using it and people won't know. There is a you know, like a eh, ma like like people use it for like chef's kiss, like where your your fingers are your forefingers are touching your thumb, kinda like a eh, eh, eh. mm-hmm. but like it could I use it like what the fuck? But it Wait, could there's be, an
1: emoji that does that?
0: There's a new emoji. That's oh. just the hand, you know, your forefingers coming to touch your thumb. Kind of like, fa I don't know this. I've never even seen you this. You just never paid attention. You didn't know. Like, I knew we needed a, an F-U emoji, and then we finally got one. I paid attention.
1: That's the F-U emoji. No,
0: there's an F-U emoji also. Oh,
1: what is the F-U emoji? A oh fucking middle finger, bro. Is there a straight-up middle finger?
0: Straight-up middle finger.
1: Oh, I'm looking. Really? There it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember the middle thing. Okay, I did but not I, realize
0: that this is, was more educational for you than I was going than I thought. Oh, this is
1: huge. And I, yeah, I'm seeing what you're talking about. The great. Buffanculo, Lucas. Buffanculo,
0: ma- ma- Mariachi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. So, so we kind of have an idea of how you might use it. We know that mine might be passive aggressive or like super straightforward, like. You know, this is what we're doing. Like, got it. Got it. Information achieved. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the emoji version of just typing K. I hate when someone just does K.
1: Hmm. Okay. So I do that sometimes. I hate it. Okay. Why but do you I hate it? But I know
0: you don't hate me, so I'm not worried about it anymore.
1: God. Because you think they're just being like, they're not this showing enough talk emotions. To me, it's like K. Okay. Yeah. It's like, when, totally. it's like when somebody says, Sure. Yep. I'm like, you, you texted sure?
0: Yes! Yes, Nick, that's it, exactly. Sure? You took the time to text sure.
1: Yeah. Or like, now, do a talk? A-hole. Okay. Yeah, I've been at a hole before who's texted sure, and then afterward I was like, oh, man. But did you f-
0: mean sure to that person because you didn't really want to talk to them?
1: No. Subconsciously, maybe, but like, maybe I subconsciously I was unenthused, but...
0: But that's what sure. I mean, Then we know that. That's where our empathy or our mirror neurons fire. We know that if someone's texting sure back to us, or K, or the exc- or the thumb emoji, that person doesn't really care for us that much. <laughs> we are on a different tier.
1: Pro- probably.
0: Majority probably, of the time.
1: I guess. I guess. But I, I have noticed me texting a sure, and not really meaning to be unenthused, but like, sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. You want me to do that? Sure. Cool and it,
0: and sure. it can be like you still care about the person, but the thing they're asking you is a sure.
1: It's just not like, fuck yeah, let's go. Right. You know, and it's just like a sure. 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 You know, so, I don't know how I feel about that, but why
0: not? Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, you're saying yes to life in a way. Okay. So Gen Z, there's three options. It means they're saying yes. It means they approve of something. It means they're being passive aggressive towards something or someone.
1: I mean, it's got to be the passive aggressive because if we're talking about it being different than millennials, and we know millennials use this as a affirmative or like yeah, a yeah, then always the next usage of the thing is going to be the opposite, right? It's right. Like, yeah. Cool, bro. So <laughs>
0: totally. We actually one of the things we were going to talk about a while ago was. Um, eat love pray or live yeah eat love pray like the the general Zers have been doing like hashtag eat love pray but like cynically (laughs) Of course. and there's another uh i think it's an instagram or tiktok where it's just a picture of a raccoon and they use old um word 97 uh word art (laughs) 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 images over it like eat love pray so you know we're on a we're on a new journey with these kids just re- railing us. Okay, so we're going to select, it means they're being passive-aggressive towards something or someone.
1: You agree? Ooh.
0: Ooh, we got it. We got it. We got it right.
1: All right. I agree.
0: But the thing is, is I also use it like that as well, sometimes.
1: To- yeah, I could see that. But like, are you, is this somebody you don't like that you want them, that you don't want them to know you're being passive-aggressive? Or is it somebody you do like that you're just kind of fucking with? Both. Both.
0: So like, if someone... If like a boss sends me something and they want me to do it, right? Or like someone's being a dick, I might just do like a thumbs up or like a Twitter response, right? Like a thumbs oh, up. Oh, okay. okay. Perhaps, but yes, nine times out of ten, if I'm sending a thumbs up to someone that is my friend, it's it's, gen- cynical. it's, sar- oh, it's cynical. It's sarcastic. It's sar- sarcastic.
1: Sarcastic. God, it, it so can you're, be. You Gen, you're more of a Gen Zer on this one.
0: Both. You. I think I. I think I. I teetotaler.
1: Got it. It. Okay. I next... feel like I'm not really a big fan of it, so I could see why Gen Zers would would turn it on its head. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I always feel like when somebody does it to me, I'm like,
0: really, right?
1: But I know that I do that. There's people who in my life who do do it that they're doing it un Straight like that, that is their thing. Forwardly. That's just their thing. It's like they, they, do, they do thumbs do up. Sometimes they do double thumbs. You know, and you're like, great, great.
0: They want you to really sit and spin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of similar to the conversation where people started going why do you put punctuation at the end of your texts it's like well it's because it's grammar mm-hmm. that's why well are you angry with me no <laughs> i i put a period at the end of a sentence because it's the end of a sentence
1: sometimes when i put a period i go oh i gotta delete that it looks like yep. i'm trying too hard it's yep. just like so dumb
0: there's so dumb, also the other other the different side of that journey is like there was a huge movement to get women to stop using exclamation points and like smiley faces or or like just or can you or whatever like these like mm-hmm. qualifying statements in emails.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So like you you do your first pass at your email and then you cut out the exclamation points, take out the words that you know make it sound like you're asking permission as opposed to just selling someone what's what's what.
1: Well, exclamation points though have I think um, reached a level where everybody uses them now. Where sometimes where it's like, why aren't you? Why does this email have no exclamation point in it? Are you not excited about this thing we're working on? Or like, totally. do, you have, do you not care about our relationship in any way?
0: It, well, so you and I are the similar kind of sensitive. <laughs> I have I have um, gone to the other side of this of this pendulum a little bit. Like after taking everything out and like. Someone, I wish I could find this t- tweet. I might be able to, and, and I'll tweet it from our Instagram, but where it's like, um, uh, opener, comma, I, uh, I wish them having a good day. Don't use exclamation point. S- tell them that you're having a good day. Use the exclamation point. Basically like a form letter in how to write it with <laughs> punctuation because it really is like the shit that we do in our head, like like the equation. Um, I've since A, stopped rereading my emails too much? Because some of the most important women that I know send off emails without punctuation, without capitalization, without with typos, and and just send it off and like just get shit done. So like I'm just sending out things the way I email, you know? Like, so anyway, I've come I've come full circle with it. <laughs> Next emoji is the two dangling cherries.
1: Mm-hmm. Well we, we all know p- what this is. Well
0: the options here are mm-hmm. cherries, mm-hmm. <clears throat> boobs, or testes. So,
1: its traditional use is testes. Well, balls, boys.
0: It should be because dangers. the leaf looks like a ding dong, mm-hmm. and then the balls would be the, the 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 testes.
1: But if you're talking to me, if you're if you're if the premise of this entire article is the difference between Gen Zers usage and millennials' usage, then I gotta say they're like well, let's. Let's make them boobs, let's, right?
0: Right. Because I, I, I don't use the cherries. I don't know I've ever used a cherry, ever in my life. I don't know, unless I'm like hitting random emojis.
1: Uh, I could see that. I mean, I've used the cherry a lot, but, you know, it's probably cracking jokes with dudes.
0: Oh, so about about dicks and about, testicles. About dick,
1: about dick and balls,
0: yeah. Okay, so there's the difference. Got it. Okay, so you would say for you it's testicles. For me, I'm not going to say cherries, but that would probably be the only... I guess if I was looking for something to ep- exemplify testicles, I would... Uh, the cherries... I remember having a conversation where the leaf looks like the dick.
1: There's nothing out there that would tell you balls. Like, what else? what else would be balls... On these emojis, I'm, I'm going to look at the fruit. Is there any other fruit?
0: No, it's got to be cherries. So are we? But are we saying that they're deciding it's actually cherries now or boobs? What do we think, Gen I Z's would. Doing my now?
1: guess for Gen Zers would be boobs. Okay,
0: let's right? see. Right, because
1: nothing is ever just Ooh! Oh,
0: Bing bang. Bing bong. Boom boom. You did it.
1: Yeah, cherries or that, boobs.
0: That, that's good job. Good job.
1: Now, this may be, you know, and actually a Gen Xer thing. If we go back to uh, hair bands of the 80s, there was a, this great one-hit wonder, I think there were more than one-hit wonder band called Warrant, right? And they had a song called Cherry Pie.
0: She's, she's my, my cherry pie. pie. Got it.
1: Right, so in that sense, oh, yeah, man, she's got great cherries. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's a thing.
0: So all I know a cherry to be is a virginity issue. You oh, pop the yeah, cherry, well, cherry and yeah. daddies. And it's not, most people do not like that euphemism, to be fair.
1: Oh, no? Why?
0: Well, it's just really grotesque. And it's also, you know, it's referring to the hymen... And it's also like not correct anymore. Like the, mis- the understanding of what it is to take quote unquote a virginity is antiquated. And then you're like, "Hey, yeah, man, I popped a lot of cherries when I was in college." Like it's not. It's not like it's.
1: What, it's, what do you? What would you prefer they say? Oh man, I had sex with a lot of virgins.
0: I railed a lot of V's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I railed a lot of V's. I got a
0: lot of trim when I was going to.
1: <laughs> right. So like. Fresh like- trim. So often these euphemisms, you know, started one way and then maybe they're antiquated, but they just, you no longer go back to the original meaning of it. They're just the meat, the current meaning. It's like pop the cherry is, oh, you lost your virginity. We don't actually think about the fact that it came from, oh, what it would, you know, a, a bloody, a bloody hymen. Jesus um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean the imagery is there to be.
0: The imagery is to be fair. It's, but it's, it's, it's. It, you know what it is? I bet you have evolved from the guy who used to fucking stick his finger in, in in the pies and get the plums on his finger. <laughs> like, oh, plums aren't sexy. Cherries are. Think about it. Like, you tie the cherry stem in your mouth. Like, there's cherries has a lot of different sexual kind of usages. Sure,
1: sure. Like right, ball, like like balls and boobs.
0: Balls and boobs. Here we go. Here we go. What does this emoji mean? And it is the, it, like, exaggeratedly crying emoji with waterfalls of tears. Not the mm. tears to the side like you're laughing. The mouth is open the, the, and the tears are flowing down the face. How would you use it? Do you use it?
1: I, I don't think I have, but I think if I would have or, or if I did maybe once or twice... I think it would be an exaggerated crying. Like it wouldn't be like I was really emotionally crying, but it'd be like, "Oh, it makes me want to
0: cry." Oh, or, you know, totally. Like you saw like a chicken soup for the soul or video or or a dodo video, and you're like, "Oh, the dog!" Oh, mm-hmm. oh that's all. It'd be like ugly crying. Totally, totally, you
1: know, but not in a serious way.
0: Well, it totally does mean that, right? Like, I will use like the one sad tear when I'm like, welled up, right? Like, legit, welled up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sad. It makes you sad. But when I'm using this guy with the fucking waterfalls, mm-hmm. I use it to be like, I fucked up. Oh my God.
1: So, because
0: mm-hmm. one of the options here is embarrassed. And I would say I use it more for embarrassment. This one? Yeah.
1: Whoa.
0: I use it for like, oh, my God, like, or or like to indicate that I have screwed something up. Like, oh, my God, I clicked send on a tweet uh, (laughs) that I shouldn't have, or I accidentally unfollowed you. Uh." (laughs) So it's like embarrassment mixed with like a mistake.
1: God yeah. Okay. I see that. I see that. Now, is that what the Gen Zers are doing? Or are you a quintessential millennial?
0: It's, it's a good it's a good question. What do you think the Gen Zers are doing? Are they crying? Are they embarrassed? Or are they overwhelmingly joyful?
1: Now, again, going off of deductive reasoning based mm. on the premise of this article, mm-hmm. which is really how I got through high school, was not actually ever studying, but looking at the test questions and going, what logically is the answer here? Without yeah, we're very any similar. Um, I might guess overwhelming joy because it feels like an, maybe and unexpected usage of this emoji that would still could still make sense.
0: Here's my guess: is that millennials use it as overwhelming joy.
1: Oh, and zeers use it as embarrassed.
0: I think so, but we'll see. I'm gonna click in overwhelming joy because this is for you. Ah, <gasps> oh, you were right. I was right. So I mean, I almost wanted to pull,
1: I almost wanted to pull back because part of me was like, I think. You know, I think what you were describing on how you use it, I was like, that makes sense for Gen Zers, but since you're so, you know, hard, you're like hard millennial, you know what I mean? You're like
0: okay, super millennial. The term is elder millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Geriatric millennial. Um, well, and I think to be fair too, I think there was a time when I did use it as like, oh my God, this is the best. And like, I think I have since evolved to use it more like sarcastically or like dramatically
1: that's interesting yeah because overwhelming joy also doesn't feel cynical enough i should have you know i should have put the brakes on once you said other millennials use it for overwhelming joy i would
0: say that they probably do because that's probably how i used it to begin with
1: god well see that should have been that should have been the the telltale marker there
0: well, but your so your your logic re- deductive reasoning didn't work for you, or no, I, I allowed uh, you to push the button. You. I,
1: you you yeah you you I, threw I in you. like at the last second before I had a chance to be like, oh wait, now based with that information.
0: Yeah, I tanked you. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, the next one is the uh, emoji with a small downturned mouth, gigantic moon eyes with lights reflecting in it, and the eyebrows are. Uh, curved inward towards the eyes. I would equate it to the moon eyes that uh, Puss in Boots gives people in Shrek. And uh, the final touch of this emoji is that there is um, what seems to be welling up tears underneath the eyes.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. Have -hmm. you
0: ever used this emoji?
1: (laughs) I don't think I've used this once.
0: Okay. Um, I use it now in tandem With another emoji, like a set of emojis that's coming up in this same uh, uh, article, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: is two fingers pointing at each other.
1: Mm.
0: So I'll put this emoji on top, this like welled up over emotional, like moved emoji with the two fingers together pointing at each other. And to me, it's like, hello, hi. Ooh, like, like I'm so cute. Bashful, <laughs> or,
1: like yeah, bashful and yeah, shy.
0: bashful, right. totally. Like full of emotion, anxious, eager, but like waiting for the other person's response. But like thrilled. Yeah, it's it, bashful is exactly right. Oh God, what? Okay, here are the options for Gen Z: confused, please, and or begging innocent and or horny
1: oh innocent and
2: or horny
0: so like if i'm using the two fingers pointing at each other i might be like do you like my picture mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> you know uh please or begging i think a millennial is going to really use it that way
1: mm. like
0: i was it because definitely not confused I'm not using those big eyes. Begging is more like the Puss in Boots way. That's how I would first think of it.
1: Hmm.
0: What do you think? Innocent and Horny is really throwing me for a loop.
1: Yeah, I mean, I the only one that makes sense out of all this to me is the please or begging. I mean, confused makes, makes some sense. Like, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, I don't know what to do. Oh,
0: sure, 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 sure.
1: Um, innocent and or Horny... Because it's so unexpected, I, I almost want to go that direction, but I don't have any justification other than
0: I, I actually understand that. I act. I'm afraid it's going to throw us. I think it's like going to punish us for picking the horny. Like you think it's that because it's horny, <laughs> 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 you know. But okay, we're going with innocent or horny. Sure. Okay. Ooh! Nailed
1: it. There it is. Deductive what? reasoning wins again. What?
0: So weird. Okay, so this is that, the one I was talking that, about.
1: That that emoji is hungry. Is that what they say? No. What do they say when somebody is like... Thirsty. Thirsty. God damn it. I knew it felt wrong when I said
0: it. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. I was like, what?
0: Thirsty. That's thirsty. Uh, I mean, thirsty. now
1: when you think about it that way, you look at that emoji, you're like, yeah, that emoji is thirsty. No,
0: it's really so months. not. There's so... The Gen Z so is mad.
1: out... No, no, no,
0: no. Gen Z is out on a fucking... On a ledge with this one. I don't think... No, I think is just,
1: it just saw those cherries and was like, you know... Uh, oh, oh, so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Oh, oh, well, but what was the one before that? Oh, saw the cherries, was a bit embarrassed, uh, and is overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, yeah fuck uh, that. With, no. with horniness. No, dumb. Okay, okay, so the next set of emojis are... One finger pointing to the other finger pointing to the other finger. So this, two, a this finger I have pointing
1: never inner. in my life used.
0: No way! I feel like I've used it with you, and
1: per- perhaps I've never seen it used. Either. Okay, Maybe so you have it is. Used
0: it. It's. I would say it's come into my world awareness in the last six months to a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's to me when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense." <laughs> it just made. So much sense to me. And so, like I said, I've used it with the above emoji, which is like weld up emotion. And it's, so, it's someone who's like, you know, pushing, you know, pointing their fingers together. Like you might see in a movie, like, do you like me? Or I'm just a little girl. You mean <laughs> or, somebody
1: who might be ashamed, shy, and or horny?
0: Exactly. Because
1: that's one of the choices here. That's
0: how I would use it because that's how I've interpreted it.
1: Well, maybe just But nervous like or the,
0: anxious is good, too.
1: Nervous or anxious. Uh, and let's meet in the middle is our third choice.
0: So here's... here's. It's missing a fourth choice. What's that? Two penises touching and docking.
1: <laughs> is that, <laughs> that... You know that to be a use of this emoji?
0: I would just say if two people are talking about pee touching, that might be it. Be one way to indicate... Two two peepees touching.
1: So this is... you saying this is big in the gay world?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying I've heard it be... I've seen it been used for that. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be? It's two phallic-esque things pointing at each other. Sure, sure. If you could make cherries boobs, you could make two fingers pointing at each other pees. <laughs> just remember, when you're pointing... One peepee at me, two testes are pointing back at you. <laughs>
2: Three,
1: apparently. Um, I might say this is another example where you're on the same level as the Gen Zers, and this means ashamed, shy, and or horny.
0: I'm going to go with that. Now, it can be used for, I think, also as nervous and or anxious, but I really don't think millennials were using this before Gen Zs were. Just yeah. j- just to be fair. So a shame shot. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. So you're,
1: you might be more Gen Z than you think.
0: I think I have my finger on the pulse just because I'm like playing games on Twitch. I have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't claim to be super with it. But I think I have like a, a – a, listen, I don't know any single musician today that exists Besides, like, Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga. Those are the only two people that exist in my mind. There's, like, articles about, like, Halsey doing this. I'm like, who the heck is that? So I don't have my finger on the pulse totally with, like, what Gen Z is doing. But, like, I would say Twitter knows how to use these emojis. Or you might see, mm. like, memes use mm-hmm. these. So I, I've seen them. Just I just don't want to – I'll take the win. How about that? Okay. <laughs> what does this emoji mean? I got to say. One of my favorite emoji ads over the last couple of years. This is the upside down happy face.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: And I 100%, how would you use it? Have you used it?
1: I think I have used it, and it would be like being playful and like, uh, not, don't, not, let's not take what I just said too seriously. Too
0: seriously. Totally, totally. Um, yeah for me it's more like mm, i might use it when something does matter to me but like i can't control the other person's response Mm. to it Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so like yeah hey this might be how i feel about this but like life is confusing like Mm -hmm. i i don't know and and because because again you're not supposed to be like you don't want to be too attached to the someone else's response because you can't control that right um and but i also do use it as like an easing of the intensity of a statement perhaps like like how someone might be like hey you're hot lol <laughs> why, or like i i screwed up lol like why are you saying lol <laughs> so i might do like upside down face in the in, in a in a um awkward usage
1: uh-huh well look at these choices we have here
0: okay the choices that gen z may apply this emoji of upside down happy face is awkward and or surprised sarcastic and or oh well or I
1: mean, both, both of those my life. are ones that you have already described you potentially using it for right
0: yes and i would say i probably do use it for fuck my life too because like if i if i if i spilt milk everywhere and now i'm gonna be 20 minutes late to dinner because i spilt milk i'm gonna send hey guys spilt milk see you in a little bit upside down emoji face
1: Ah, yeah, totally. Now, now, for the fuck my life, you don't you, you don't use the suggested one of the of the face palm of the hand on the face of the dude
0: because that would suggest that I don't have a good attitude about it.
1: Oh, so this is fuck my life, but whatever. I'm not taking it too seriously. Like
0: whatever, I can't do much about it. Got and it. So so maybe that is more. Oh well. Hmm. So I would say I probably use it more as oh well,
1: sarcastic and or oh well.
0: Yeah. Here's that. Here's that nude of me. Oh well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, huh. So are you Gen Z leaning again, or is this, or is this? Uh,
0: I would the- say millennials probably use it as awkward, but the surprise <laughs> is kind of throwing me off here. Because it's awkward, and or surprise, sarcastic, and or oh well, and fuck my life as options. I don't think fuck my life is right. Sarcastic and or oh well makes more sense for what Gen Z is probably using it. Awkward is probably what mm, millennials are using it for.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I I'm going to agree, but there is a small part of me mm-hmm. that feels like it could be fuck my life. But I hear you, but I'm going uh, I'll, to I'll well, I'll no, because
0: with- I'm with you, too. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm as I think I'm on the same percentage as you are. What do you think? <sighs> I'm going to go fuck my life.
1: All right, let's do it. Let's go fuck my life. Here we go. <gasps> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it is. Fuck my life.
1: I kind of like it for "fuck my life." I think uh, the face palm. Although I'm big, I'm big with the face palm.
0: Yeah, because you're old.
1: I'm old. Oh, because it just feels so.
0: Yeah, so appropriate.
1: Whereas, I guess if you're young, yeah, you know, an upside down smiley face. Ah, fuck my life.
0: Ah. So, "fuck my life" for millennials was FML, and um, my sister dated a guy who moved back and forth to Texas, like breaking up with her, living with her, breaking up with her, living her, finally moved back to Texas for good to like, try to get back with an old ex. And he got a tattoo on, on his chest above his heart that said FML. And she sent me the picture like, how sad. He just like cursed his whole life. Because uh, in a weird way it is, right? Like you, anyway. Uh, wow, there's so many more emojis. Oh my God. Do we
1: just got to move faster?
0: I I guess... This is fun though. Um, okay. Okay. What does the emoji where it's someone laughing, they have big, um, crescent eyes turned downward. You can see the teeth, they're smiling and there is a drip on top of their head to the side, to the left of their left eye.
1: So this one, I feel like I've used, uh, or, and, or sometimes I've looked for it and been like, oh man, is this what I want to send?
0: Right, right, right. Um,
1: what does this mean? What is why well, I think it means, um, but I feel like maybe nervously excited. Is that a thing?
0: Sure, <laughs> totally. Well, because nervous and excitement—the way I like to put it—and I think other people would agree—are the same emotion, just different, you know, different um, expressions. Same wavelength, but different expressions.
1: You know, the one I use the most, the emoji I use the most, which could be similar to this one is the one with all the teeth and like the the, the big wide smile
0: where it's you uh know? just it's like a um it's not a smile or a frown it's just like a circle or not a circle like an a, oval. A oval kind yeah. of <laughs> and to me it's fun. to me
1: it's like <laughs> or, right
0: oh my god i can't believe that or
1: holy shit or totally
0: and that one has multiple uses mm mm-hmm. mhm I didn't know that it meant what other people, I think, like, because that's what's funny about sending emotes. It's like, maybe I don't know what I'm communicating to people, right? When I use those things.
1: Oh, yeah. You never know.
0: That's right. So this one, I would say I probably have used it like, (laughs) everything's fine. Or, yeah, I would say everything's fine. That's probably like sarcastically using it. uh, Everything's fine.
1: Yeah. well, Well, the first one here is maybe what you're talking about. It says, I'm relieved and or, woo.
0: Uh, I think it's more, I'm stressed, but it's fine. Like, mm. I'm fine. Like, you know, I, I would mm-hmm. use, the, this is the personification of that dog that's sitting in the um, room with the, it being on fire. This is fine. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is also here on this list.
0: That's what I think, that's more.
1: Okay, so so we have, I'm relieved and or, woo. Um, I made a huge mistake and or regret. I'm stressed, but it's fine.
0: And I would say I use the streaming waterfall of tears for I made a huge mistake or regret more.
1: Mm. I think I would use this for any of these.
0: Totally. That's kind of what's difficult about this article quiz. I think Gen Z uses it, I'm stressed, but it's fine.
1: Okay, wait, let me see. He thinks I'm stressed.
0: All right, Nick. A lot a lot of dead air here. Okay. Mm.
1: Let's go with that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go I I think I'm gonna say relieved and or whew.
0: you think this is that's how Gen Z uses it? I guess this they're your... not
1: I guess they're they're a little more sarcastic than that, right? They would never just go early. I don't
0: think they're doing it that way. That's just Yeah, no, you're
1: probably right. You're probably right. Fine. I'm, I'm stressed but, but it's fine. fine. Oh of course it is.
0: I'm stressed, of course it is. I'm stressed, but it's fine. But it's fine. All right. The next emoji. Yeah, that, that couldn't,
1: Gen Z, so what we're learning is there's no Gen Z just doesn't use emojis with any sincerity. There's always a twist on it. There's always yeah. some yeah, so there's no... yeah,
0: that's I think that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: that millennials are that sincere. I think we were all flippant when we were younger. Um this emoji is the next one is the two eyes, large oval eyes looking to one side. Mm-hmm. Um I might use this. Have you ever used this one before?
1: I use it yeah I, I actually this is one of the ones that I do use um, I don't know if it's got my my usage here
0: it doesn't have my usage either so the my options is- for this one are creepy and or I'm watching you I'm listening or being flirty
1: I mean the closest thing for me would be I'm listening but it's it's like m- mine's more like
0: oh yeah, yeah what did you just say yeah uh, uh, exactly uh, uh, like so, maybe that is kind of I'm listening, but it's but it's more like no way they did what like uh mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely like no mm-hmm.
1: say what
0: say what <laughs> exactly it's the say what emoji, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I being flirty no creepy and are watching you sure I maybe I bet you millennials use it that way and I bet you Gen Z uses it I'm listening
1: I'm gonna say I'm definitely I'm listening
0: okay. Ooh, nailed it! Nailed it! I, I, I'm listening is the closest to how I use it. I think you and I use it similarly. Also, because I,
1: I have seen it used in the Twitter world in my little you you know my little exposure to it, and it it does feel like I'm listening is the closest to the way we talked about using it, which is like say what?
0: Yeah. Or in case you missed it, or look mm-hmm. uh, breaking news or whatever. Mm-hmm. The next one is now. I also don't, I don't know if I use this one, but it's just two round circles for an eye, kind of, almost oval, with um, a sideways M for the mouth,
1: which mm-hmm. like a is used in or? other,
0: exactly, it's a pucker. It's used in other applications with hearts next to it, or the eyes might be closed or blushing, mm-hmm. which would indicate that this is the indicator for mm-hmm. something like that. Um Now, I've never used it in any of these three applications. It could either be whistling, duck face, or sounds good to me and or oh. (laughs) Sounds good
1: to me and or oh. (laughs) Okay, okay.
0: Which I get. I kind of like that. Like, oh. But sounds good to me and or oh is the two eyes before looking mm, to the left. mm
1: -hmm. Or
0: looking to the right. Like, oh.
1: (laughs) The sounds good. If they just told me oh in quotations i might lean that way but the fact that half of it is sounds good to me i don't understand how this is sounds good to me
0: well and to be fair there is an emoji with a circle mouth that would make it look like it's saying oh like mm-hmm. a surprised
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh well i guess there is kind of like a not surprised oh it's like oh ooh. Like, oh like like um Non emotional, like "oh, I fucked that up" kind of mm-hmm. thing, like mm-hmm. "oh, I I got that wrong" kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you're right, putting that in the same category as sounds good to me is also confusing. I don't think it could be whistling because if it was whistling, you got to put some fucking notes there. Nicholas, did you bring enough for the class? I'm
1: looking at the the, the emoji so I can see. Did you know that there is one that's very similar, but the eyes are slightly are like half closed. Is so it why look did, like
0: more kissing?
1: Why would this be so uh important to have two like or or effective to have two of two versions of them? I mean, three when you add the hearts. Which is the one that I usually see. It's like a wink face with the heart, which I think can be sarcastic as well as genuine.
0: Well, uh, yeah, it could be definitely both cuz you're right. It, it's just circle eyes and then it turns into crescent eyes with that that kiss, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which I would think that – so, like, if I'm trying to be, like, not super lovey-dovey with someone, but I'm like, you're so cute, I might kiss, the, I might kiss them with that crescent. hmm Or send them a, a cat kiss. I'm not saying duck face because I don't think Gen Z talks about duck face.
1: Yeah. And whistling, why – what does whistling mean? It's like, uh, oh, I'm whistling now?
0: I, like, I, it, would have a, it would have to have a musical note.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I got to go for sounds good and or oh.
0: Me too. Ooh, you nailed it. <laughs> yes.
1: Ooh, I am that
0: I am that emoji right now. I just, I just have never used it, I don't think. Ooh. Okay, this one I have no idea. This is um, the, just a generic smiley tooth happy face with a cowboy hat on.
1: But it's the toothy smile that makes it like this big smile. Like, so it's more hey. Than, yeah. yeah, it's a little like cheese. The,
0: it's not like the uh, Forrest Gump happy smile face right like just with the the good old line Mm -hmm. this this cheese this one's cheese this one's excited and so the options here are yeehaw excitement and or let's party and fuck everything
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh the fuck everything which feels like in the cynicism of the gen z that's been laid out to this point might be the one
0: I do love the idea of using this though for let's party. Yes, I, I kind me too. of love it. Like someone putting on their cowboy hat. It's an unusual day, and we're gonna have a good fucking time.
1: Which it which there's some irony to Gen Zers using this, because at, for a let's party, because it's like most Gen Zers. I mean, this is so not. I mean, whatever. But I would say pop Gen Zers probably don't wear cowboy hats. Uh, but it's weird to say most Gen Zers probably don't wear cowboy hats. Well, I think that's so there's it. Plenty of Gen Zers who do wear cowboy hats.
0: Right? Well, who, they wear they wear bucket hats. That I know. But they're probably
1: um, not like in mainstream culture.
0: No, right? but that's just it. Neither is it for millennials. Millennials might wear a fedora, which is also dumb. But this is more like this is an unusual situation. I'm going to put on my party hat.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm down with go going with let's party.
0: I don't think it's that, though. I think you're right, that it's fuck everything. You though. think it's that's fuck what, everything? You think it's yeah. the cynicism?
1: So you're gonna which is
0: really funny, if that's true. Let's see. Okay. Yes! Yes!
1: <laughs> so they just do fuck They do
0: fuck everything, which is really funny.
1: Well, it's also, again, just following this path, this path of cynicism. Like, they couldn't do something genuine of, like... Or see the irony in, like, sending a guy with a big shit... shit Eating grin and a cowboy hat meaning let's party. Like to me right. there's some sarcasm and cynicism in that, but it's not they probably like, No, I would I wouldn't want that's this anyways.
0: No, a hundred percent. Okay, this next one is um very confusing. There's just a few more. Um it's an it's a yellow man in a red shirt standing there in khakis. Probably the middle aged version of like the man emoji.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, I've never sent this, unless I'm talking about a boy or something, maybe, and the options are here are awkward, hello and, or salutations, and feeling disrespected, <laughs> which I kind of think that's the one where it's like, well, like, cause it is kind of like awkward, like, hi, I'm just standing here. Like, this is weird. <laughs> like, you know, someone who doesn't know how to take pictures, kind of, is what it looks like to me.
1: Mm-hmm. But feeling disrespected, is that like just the dead stare of like? Are you, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's got to be that, right?
1: You think so? I mean I, want, I mean, I just feel like. I don't know. I want to say, I kind of want to say awkward, but.
0: I feel like <coughs> I would use it for awkward and I would never consider using it for feeling disrespected. So I think feeling disrespected. I just, is I just don't
1: Z. feel like Gen Zers I would identify with the full bodied emoji as being representative of them. But I could be wrong about that.
0: Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point.
1: Right, because if it's feeling disrespected, then it's their way of, they're the that person, as opposed to.
0: Mm. And and yet this guy is wearing dad core outfits, and it's awkward. I like that. Okay, we're going with awkward. Ooh, nailed it! Dad is on a roll today, folks. (laughs) Okay, the next one is the iconic uh, lady in red. Swishing her dress, side facing hieroglyphic style dancing, mm-hmm. and the options here are positive affirmation, celebration, or I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 I think that's the one. I think that's what Gem Z uses it for. Is I'm leaving, but it used to be like celebration. It used be celebration. to be
1: that. So again, going with the cynicism here, I'm leaving, and because you're you're, you're sure that. Millennials used to use this for celebration.
0: I would say so. I'm I would, kidding. I think that's how I used it. It's still like very flamboyant, but we're doing like, you know, after, yeah.
1: Okay. I'm leaving. I'm into it. Yes. Jesus.
0: That's really funny because it does look like they're exit. It's really funny. It's very funny. And I'm, and not
1: only really am I leaving, I'm leaving in style.
0: Exactly. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm out of here. Doing, they're doing the, uh, the George Costanza, I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> okay the next one we've talked about this what does oh, we the did, blue yeah. well, the th- hat what? emoji mean hmm. options are baseball hat I'm lying and or not lying or that's suspicious
1: Oh, what did we say it was? Did we say uh, it was I'm I know not what it lying? is,
0: but I don't. I still don't know what the uh, what the choice is based on the options here. Did
1: we say we, it was before we were looking at what millennials use it as? Right? No,
0: no, it's it's TikTokers. So people uh, will be like, cap, no cap, hey cap, oh, no that's, cap, not that's lying, not, right? So that's,
1: yeah, no cap, not lying. Uh, so that has so gotta like be if, if, you TikTok, think some... if TikTok users are using it for that, isn't TikTok the Gen Z social yeah. platform? Let's go for that.
0: Yep, that's it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I guess we're going to start using blue cat. Okay. <clears throat> uh, So the last question kind of changes the format of this. The final emoji is the um shocked face emoji with a nuclear bomb going off in its head. Mm. And it's not asking necessarily what the emoji means. It's asking if it's cringe or not.
1: Hmm. Well, it's got to be cringe if they're asking it because...
0: 100,000%. You're totally right. So the options are, it's cringe and we shouldn't be using it, or it's not cringe at all.
1: Don't make me lose respect for you, Gen Zers, that you think this is cringe. Why is that cringe? Is it because it's a nuclear explosion and we should be moving away from nuclear, you know, what nuclear weapons? Uh, Is it that... This person's head is half ripped open. And if you really look at it, you're like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, cringe. It's like the head is blown up. Um,
0: I think sorry. we're about to lose our faith, our faith in Gen ears.
1: Yeah. It is wow. it. Cringe.
0: Cringe. Wow.
1: Come on, Gen we got, Zers.
0: <laughs> we scored 99% better than all of the other quiz takers. Wow. That's kind of wild.
1: We scored better than 99% of all the other games.
0: That's what this is yeah. saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that one that we missed is kind of...
0: Confusing, right? Well,
1: it was my, I think it was my fault.
0: Oh, no, it was my fault because I, 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 I sandbagged you.
1: Oh, that's right. You sandbagged me at the last moment. Yeah. But... Uh, man, now i got to know why they think that's cringe. I mean, I, I think it's what I said. It's like... I think it's probably... Weapons-
0: Overuse would be my guess.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe so there's that's a lot okay. of
0: like gifts of like head explosion, like or whatever. Oh. And so, my guess is it's cringe because it's chuggy. <laughs> Stick around for the last segment of You Don't Know Nick. <laughs> Nick we don't have a lot of time we we both have lives but I just thought one of the things we do often is talk about like the world as is right mm-hmm. we never talk about the world as might be oh because you know you're raising gen alpha right now mm-hmm. right so so called or gen mm-hmm. y or or whatever mm-hmm. right Something gen like now that. gen now
1: that's mine remember because you know the alphabet
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You did good. Good job. You're so good mm. at this. What do you think the future is for our our world and our generations? What do you think is going to ha- what Based on the current trends right now, I just kind of wanted to see, like, if you had any predictions. You know how, like, everyone thought by 2000 we're going to have jetpacks and stuff, you know?
1: Oh, you want that? Like, what's our technology going to be or, or what?
0: Like, I guess that's what I want. What, I mean what do you I think th- what's the world we're heading into Nick well like, based yeah, I'm, off gonna get, I'm gonna get changing. a little
1: bit more metaphysical to you and then we can it's because it's gonna determine a bit like I think technology wise we're headed for a we are headed for virtual reality metaverse um, you know more in your home less human interaction I think we're headed for that now. What's going to happen as a response to that? I don't know. You know, how how is that that going to be bad? I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be the same as it it has ever been Anytime there's new technology where it's use it responsibly. Yes, if you sat in front of the TV all day, your mind would melt. Right. Uh, You probably should get outside and play. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, oh, video games. Shouldn't play video games. You know, it's like it's going to be that same sort of thing. Uh, But I, I feel like that is the trajectory that we're on. And unless there's some major uh, event to take us away Mm -hmm. from that technology, I don't see anything stopping it at this point. Right. Um, But is that, but I would like to answer the question in a different way. So that's the technology that I kind of think we're headed towards. I think it's fun and interesting to explore. When I tried to explain it to my mother-in-law, she looked at me like I was crazy and I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) you're just not gonna you're
0: gonna die with the times lady (laughs) (laughs) it's like
1: i yes i know it's crazy but i'm not saying like the world should be that way but in case you wanted to know i think this is where we're headed you know right um what would you say to that are you on that before i get into my other thing what would you say to that where are you at technologically
0: uh i think the pandemic accelerated us by at least 10 years made us more on the internet and you know whittled down office culture and um, the need to m- have meetings in person and things like that. I think this technology was on on trajectory to happen. We were reticent to go into this technology regularly because it was also not great for a while and now it's so much better. And we've, we've normalized it, right? At first it was really weird to just talk to someone on the, f- the computer like this and now it's second nature in a sense. So I think you're right and then there is the other issue as more things are going to be computerized and jobs will be will will i think as a society we'll have a hard time figuring out what to what to do with people who have jobs displacements on and on, uh, you know uh, between the 30% and 70% range when we start getting to people when we start getting to when robots replace about 80% and 90% of our jobs we'll have figured that out as a culture or that's the hope Um, but I think the thing that's scary about it to your, to your idea of like the accelerating technology effect of it is we still don't know what the impact is and it's accelerating at a rate that we have, we have no ability to comprehend yet. We're also adapting to it very quickly. Um, I, I personally lament how much I look at the internet or apps and I don't know how to stop it. Yeah, so it's it's hard. probably only going to get worse.
1: Right. Wall-Wall-E that movie?
0: Yeah, I can't help but think that. It was
1: Oh yeah, they nailed it.
0: Totally. And that is what sci-fi does, right? Like it's kind of like extrapolates from, ah, if this were to happen, and let's just continue theorizing. I remember one time in in elementary or middle middle school that like they created a timeline of what our world would have been like if JFK wasn't murdered. Mm. Which is really odd when you think about it, but like would the Cold War have ended differently or would this, you know, certain things that would have been set in motion, would civil rights have gone on in the same way or what have you? So um, if you're a science fiction author or you're someone like Gene Roddenberry who valued a, a religionless society but based on equality, you would build your society based around those thoughts and start assuming or imagining what kind of technology would be, become of that. So mm-hmm. for us, I think Wally's, Wally's looking more and more like a future documentary than anything.
1: Oh, God. God help us all.
0: Um, so the other thing you wanted to share.
1: Well, so. so so there's another thing that I think is happening. I've heard, you know, and, it, and here's what it comes down to is that it's not, and I, I this is one of my idioms, and I don't know if I made mm. this up or if I got this. I think I got this and working in the psych field, but it's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you process it. Sure. Right? And I think that right there is what is the big question about humanity moving forward. Yes, there's a lot of, like, technology that mm. has, it's going to have its pros and cons, it's going to propel us in this particular direction, but where are we as a human, as humanity, as a, as a collective, as a collective people, a collective animal species, a collective consciousness, um, where are we headed, right? And, And if you talk to a lot of, you know, spiritual people or mystics or psychics who are in this sort of, you know, world of metaphysical thinking, they would say that humanity and human consciousness is like on the brink of going one way or the other.
0: Oh, interesting. I've heard the opposite, but that's interesting.
1: What, you've heard that we're going one way? Yes. Okay, which way? The good way or the bad
0: way? The good way.
1: Oh, the good way. Well, good. So you're listening to hopeful people.
0: Well, I do think the turmoil that's being caused right now is a signifier of the awakening.
1: It can definitely be a catalyst for awakening. And I think we've talked about this before that, you know, people's – in life, a lot of times people – awake have awakenings through crisis right Right. through through hitting rock rock bottom bottom. totally so definitely that can i that can be a catalyst towards having a mass awakening um and you know hopefully it doesn't have to be too much of a crisis for that to happen you would hope but (laughs) sometimes
0: people can't help that right I, Mm -hmm. i remember people talking about how we were headed towards like a critical mass when like Trump was getting elected and uh, people were really starting to get vehement about the the problems with climate change and what have you. And so many other factors, right? It did feel like all these horrible things that are happening in our society are coming to what has to be a cataclysmic, 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 um you know eruption or something but mm-hmm. in a way the the pandemic also kind of was that i still think we're headed towards even more confusion and disrupt and whatever but 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 also people are really edu- educating themselves too
1: i think well i think now more than ever people are waking up and i don't this is not a it's not The word woke doesn't... It's not the same thing. It's a different type of waking up. Although I think, you know, woke in its positive connotations has a lot of similarities to to this. Um, But uh, um, I, I think that's happening more and more. I think with the internet connecting us, connecting ideas, making it easier access to ideas has facilitated an environment where people have really progressed their consciousness, you know, particularly since the sixties in the Western world. Um, and at the same time, that sort of mass accessibility to information has also, you know, had a lot of negative effects. Um, to me, I think it comes down to like, are you going to choose love or fear? Are you going to choose, uh, you know, soul or self, right? You're gonna choose, you know, spirit or ego. Um, you know, are we gonna choose a collective consciousness or again, ego-centered thinking? And that that's that's gonna be that's the interesting sort of choice for humanity moving forward. And if if we go the sort of my you know the the self is important, the ego is is needs to be gratified and yes, you should be afraid because it's a it's a it's a scary world out there um, then we're gonna destroy ourselves yeah. it's only a matter of time it's a ticking clock um, so to me that's to me that's where we're at is those those forces are coming t- together they're coming <laughs> in a very big way and um, hopefully gen alpha gen now will help shepherd us to a Higher conscious thinking—that's um, my hope. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. That's my hope, and that's what I hope to raise my kids in thinking.
0: Well, I think then that's that's one thing I want to offer to you based off of that statement. I think it still is. You're not—I know you're not suggesting this, but there has been a thing like even when the millennials are going to take us to the next level, and and in some ways, you've even said that we did right, like we helped foster some of the more recent civil rights movements, perhaps. I don't know that we deserve that, but I think that, like I don't deserve that, but there are people who have taken it up as their life's mission, right? Um, We still though have a responsibility, whether Gen Z is helping us to change those ideas or going to like get into our political system or our minds and the ways we think, we still have a personal responsibility to change the things that we can change as well. We we, we can't just rest on our laurels and go, you guys are gonna fix it.
1: Oh, of course not. (laughs) And I know you're not
0: saying that, but I want to clarify that.
1: Well, no, but we're, But what, we're, what I'm talking about is, you know, if we're looking at really humanity being on the brink of, or being, on, being at a fork in the road, which direction is it going to go? Um, then it, it, is, it is about the future generations and right. where they are at consciously. And doesn't mean it's like, well... When we can
0: help foster that.
1: Exactly. We can do things and uh, take actions and make choices to help facilitate that growth um, by by help. leading
0: by example too.
1: By exa- well, that is it. That's all you can do. That's it. And
0: I think I think we are. I mean, I th- well, I who's about, the we? Well, that's <laughs> fair. Me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> me,
1: <laughs> i'm really wonderful we, we as a humanity or no we, we as, in
0: this podcast
1: we on this podcast yes
0: is really what i'm saying <laughs> we're really excellent and if anyone if everyone just listened to us then things would be okay uh yeah let me refine that question i want to i'll re-ask it to you next week i think if uh but it's but you gave me awesome answers kind of what i was looking for um but i didn't ask the question correctly Oh. Um, because i really want to predict more like what will those future generations do like what will, we, will they be responsible for i didn't ask that question properly you
1: want like well more like what is their sort of daily life gonna look like i
0: don't know like what kind of outfits are they gonna wear or is that gonna you know like what's <laughs> yeah let's get down down be? that road yeah. we'll go down that road but we'll do it next week and we'll we still owe people the nfts and of course we'll you know about-
1: none of that again none of that matters if we've sold our soul to to, you know, Which is why we self. did
0: a we did a good job laying the foundation for mm-hmm. there's no hope or there is, but we can still dream about rockets, uh, you know, <laughs> jetpacks getting us to school. <laughs> yeah, does that make sense?
1: Yes. Let's do that. Let's have some more fun. Get rid of the scariness of the divicity in our, or our world. Or that's it.
0: Or it's going to be Mad Max. We just don't know. Stay tuned for n- more next week. You don't know Nick. While we squeeze every last drop of Nick before he has another baby.
1: You know, I just want you to know, I'm. I'm I you're rubbing off on me. I just made up a word.
0: What was it? I didn't hear you.
1: I said divicity.
0: Divicity. That. That's a good word.
1: I think it's divisiveness is what I sh- divisive, should...
0: Divisive, divisive, divisiveness, divisity. divisiveness,
1: divisiveness, whatever you have. The
0: divisity. Divis- is divisiveness so, is
1: probably better. Divisity. so
0: good. Divisity... Add,
1: add it to the YDK dictionary that's coming out.
0: The three things I influence people in my life the most on are the following. Making up words, or or you know at least learning to accept that I do... Saying 1,000% or 100%. That's why you were told to do that in one of the Heartbeats episodes. Like 37,000% or whatever. You had to do that specific number. And double negatives. Mm-hmm. You're a big I double negative? I Mm. Hmm. double negative queen.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, a negative times a negative equals a positive.
0: That's what I'm talking about. And sometimes it's better to say a double negative than it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Nick.
1: Good night, Jess.
0: Good night you. <music> That does it for this week, Nichols. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of You Don't Know Nick. There are many different ways you can support our podcast. One of them is going to youdon'tknownick.com and finding out all the different places you can listen to our show. You can also follow us on Good Pods, which is basically Instagram for podcasts. Not only can you follow your favorite shows, you can listen to them right there in the app. If you're interested in finding some You Don't Know Nick merch or Jessica Lynn Verde merch, go to subtlegeek.spreadshirt.com. And if you're not already, consider becoming a Patreon member. You can get exclusive swag and early access releases to episodes if we're able to get them to you in a timely manner. Go to patreon.com slash you don't know Nick. And if you haven't already, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Nichols.